You're very welcome back. We're going to the US now where the presidential election is less than a year away. And while Joe Biden and Donald Trump are both unpopular, Americans seem resigned to a repeat of the 2020 showdown. However, one possible disruptor has emerged in the shape of former South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley. Let's listen now to an expert from the most recent debate in Alabama, where Nikki Haley was challenged by first Ron DeSantis and then Vivek Ramaswamy. I have delivered results. That's what we need for this country. And you have other candidates up here like Nikki Haley. She caves anytime the left comes after her, anytime the media comes after her. Just to respond to Ron, I, he continues to lie about my record. I actually said his don't say gay bill didn't go far enough because it only talked about gender until the third grade. And I said it shouldn't be done at all, that that's for parents to talk about. It shouldn't be talked about with schools. Nikki, you were bankrupt when you left the UN. After you left the UN, you became a military contractor. You actually started joining service on the board of Boeing, whose back you scratched for a very long time and then gave foreign multinational speeches like Hillary Clinton is, and now you're a multimillionaire. That math does not add up. It adds up to the fact that you are corrupt. I did serve on the board of Boeing. I did a lot of work with Boeing when I was governor. They were a great partner to me. And in terms of these donors that are supporting me, they're just jealous. They wish that they were supporting them, but I'm not going to sit there and... Flavour there of the Republican Party primary debate. To discuss this, I'm joined by Doyle McManus, Washington correspondent for the LA Times. Uh, Thanks for joining us, Doyle McManus. Uh, She's described herself as Trumpian without the chaos, but who is Nikki Haley and why is she creating something of a stir? Well, uh, the reason she's creating a stir is the reason you heard on that debate stage. Number one, she's she turned out to be very good in these debates. And number two, as you could hear, all of the other candidates are now attacking her. And when the other contestants are ganging up to attack one, you know they've figured out that she is the one who is rising in the polls and uh, and and posing the 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 biggest challenge to them. Uh, Nikki Haley has been a rising star in Republican politics for nearly 20 years now. She's the daughter of uh, Indian immigrants in South Carolina. She was a young accountant who got involved in local Republican politics, eventually ran for governor in South Carolina, had two successful terms from 2011 to 2017. Um, Briefly ran for president in 2016, ended up being Trump's uh, ambassador to the United Nations and has been running for president ever since. Okay, and it used to be said that whoever the billionaire Koch brothers endorsed would be the Republican candidate. And they and their organisation, Americans for Prosperity Action, they're throwing their support behind Haley now. Uh, Can we read into that and to that big funding she's getting that they think she has a chance of taking on Trump? Yes, absolutely. And it is also an indication that the panic in the Republican establishment that the Koch brothers represent, the business interests, the moneyed interests, has gotten so high, those who want to dethrone Trump if they can, they have finally picked one alternative to Trump. All along, the biggest problem in this Republican race, 
And the biggest asset for Trump was that there were 12 people running against Donald Trump. And as long as the other 12 all divided the anti-Trump vote, which is a minority in the party most of the time, uh, Trump was going to have no difficulty coasting to the nomination. If they coalesce around Nikki Haley, and that's really why the Koch brothers put their money in as a signal to other donors, if they coalesce around one alternative, at least there's the possibility of a real contest here. Mm. And her chances are slim, but does the legal calendar work in her favour as well? Because there is a chance that Trump could be criminally convicted before the election. Well, he could be criminally convicted before the election, but it's going to be very difficult for her to get that legal calendar to work in time for the primary elections she desperately needs to win. The caucuses in Iowa are only five weeks away. They're in the middle of January and the and the uh, primary in New Hampshire is one week after that at the end of January. Nikki Haley needs to do well in Iowa and needs to do very well, perhaps even win or tie Trump in New Hampshire. And at that point, we, we truly have a contest, but she really only has about six weeks to show that she can do this. And there is the trial in Washington for the January 6th storming of Capitol Hill. Then there is his trial in New York over paying hush money. Does Trump have time to campaign or will he have time to campaign? Um, yes, he does, because he, uh, number one, he's shown that he can campaign uh, episodically. His, his, his hold on the Republican electorate so far is so commanding. We have left out the fact that he's still at 60% among Republicans in those primary polls, that uh, he's really been campaigning only part-time until now. And his lawyers are also negotiating with the judges to see, number one, if he can delay those those trials, but number two, whether he will really have to show up the, the whole time. So I, I don't think the beginning of the trials themselves is going to knock him out. The real question is whether the spectacle of a former president and a candidate on trial during the campaign is going to finally cause Republican voters to give up on Donald Trump. And there could be some legal obstacles too for the Biden campaign. Uh, His son, Hunter Biden, has charges brought against him. Could that derail his father's campaign or what impact could it have? Well, it won't derail Joe Biden's campaign, but it has raised one more quite difficult problem for Joe Biden. Um, The problem, Hunter Biden has been a problem for his father for nearly Hunter's entire life. He is the classic 'er ne'er-do-well son. It's really quite a tragic story if you step back from it. Um, The he has been a failure in business. He's been a a, a drug addict periodically. Uh, he has uh, he's he's run through uh, unsuccessful unsuccessful marriages, and so now he has been indicted for uh, tax evasion for not reporting uh, income that he got from business interests in China and in Ukraine. And this was a godsend to the Republicans who are trying who are accusing Joe Biden of uh, Joe Biden, the president, of profiting from or participating in uh, immigrant, uh, uh, essentially uh, uh, influence peddling schemes by his son. Uh, they haven't pinned anything on President Biden yet, but they've managed to raise quite a cloud of suspicion. Okay, Doyle McManus, Washington correspondent for the LA Times. Thanks for that.